If you're like me and you're torn between the love my body at any size movement and the, if I love my body, I need to make healthier choices to feel good too thought process, then you're in the right place. It's every day now that someone out there is telling us the next best thing on TikTok or Instagram ads are showing us another shortcut and it is exhausting. How about we heal our relationship with our bodies, exercise and food and give ourselves grace along the way. Let's do this together and celebrate the small stuff. Welcome to A Healthy Dose with Sadie Tolbert. Well, hello again. We are going to talk today about toxic food thoughts. And I was just editing my voice memos the other day and preparing them to upload for podcasts. And I realized that I always kind of introduce things in the same way or like, so I don't know, maybe I need to come up with some sort of a catchphrase a little bit cooler than what I've been using so far. But anyway, I have a few minutes to record this and I really was like, what have we not covered so far in my podcast and what would people want to hear the most about? And I think that when it comes to everything health related, it goes back to how you think about certain things. And if you are stuck on a repeating track in your head and your brain that keeps reminding you of the same toxic, you know, ideas and thought processes, then it's hard to move forward unless you recognize them and start actively working on to squash them. So I'll give you a few examples. So if you're not quite sure what I'm talking about, then maybe this will help align and give you a better idea. So I, Sadie Tolberg, had a pint of ice cream last night. True story. I took the kids to this little airman's attic. And then on the way back, Miranda had asked for some bagels. So she was like, can we just stop by the grocery store across the street? So we go into the grocery store without any you know, idea other than she said she wanted a few snacks and bagels. So we go through the aisles just leisurely. I throw some things in there that I hadn't seen before, a couple things that I know that I would eat because I was kind of low on some of my snacks and things like that too. But I wasn't prepared. I didn't create a list. I didn't think, you know, oh man, uh, let me get these certain foods so that I could build a nice nutritious snack and munch meal plan for the week. No, it was definitely a reckless you know, no, no plan trip. So we get to the freezer aisle and I was like, Hey kids, do you guys want some popsicles or something? And I thought, man, I've got a bit of a sweet tooth today. I'm going to go ahead and get this tub of ice cream. And of course I go for a little bit of a healthier version, but let's face it, they're all full of sugar, right? So this one threw it in the cart and the toxic thought that came into my head immediately was, you know, I'm a failure for throwing this in my cart. And I could have put it back. I could have fought the urge. I could have done whatever, but I've got a lot going on right now. And the last thing I need to do is layer in some guilt and shame surrounding something that I know is going to make me feel good right now. And there are repercussions of, say, having an entire pint 
effect of ice cream, such as potential stomach ache, you know, it could affect my like gut health tomorrow. It could, you know, throw things off and blah, blah, blah. Like there are some effects to this choice, right? But in the moment, because I was with my kids and we were trying to hurry up and I saw it and it looked like a good idea and I felt like it made sense, I knew that I was going to risk all of that. The things that could come up that don't feel good. And instead of beating myself up over making that choice and again, like saying these things in my head that is not worth the mental energy is not worth my bandwidth to take time to feel guilt and shame and all this, you know, built up like bad feelings. Like I just let it go and put it in my cart and said, you know what? I'm making this decision and I'm going to stand by it and whatever happens, happens. It's okay. I'm an adult. I know the choices that I'm making. I'm aware of it and it's going to be a good night. It's going to be a good day tomorrow. So I had my ice cream and it was delicious and I felt fine the rest of the night and I felt good today. And I bring that up as an example because my old self, before I've worked on my relationship with things like ice cream, would have just felt awful today. I would have sat there and just looked at myself like a big tub of lard. I can't believe I would do that. What a, you know, shame. What a, what a waste, all these things. And I'm just not living in that mindset anymore. Did that happen overnight? Absolutely not. Like that took years really honestly to get to this point. And I'm still not perfect because I still had those thoughts like kind of creep in like around the corner and kind of just poke its head out to say, Hey, you remember that we exist, right? And I'm like, yeah, but you're not invited. Goodbye. Close the door. So bringing it up now is a way that I am able to pat myself on the back to say, look at how far you've come. And by me sharing my experience with this particular situation, hopefully empowers some people listening to do the same for themselves. And so that is one example. Maybe you don't have thoughts about food like that. Like you just love food. You are somebody who never feels bad about what you eat and you don't care, you know, the repercussions of like how something will affect you later on because so far you've done pretty good. And so that's amazing. You've got that down packed. I'm so glad that you were able to avoid that kind of feelings because it's hard for a lot of people to go through, but maybe you've got another area that you struggle with some of those like darker thoughts surrounding if you do it or don't do it. And that's regarding your health, right? So maybe you have an issue with like relationships with people and you continue to go back to a person, whether it's somebody that you're intimate with or somebody that you have like a long history of friendship or a family type relationship with them. And every time you're around them, you just feel awful and things come up that make you feel bad or that make you walk away thinking you're not worthy or maybe they gaslight you into, you know, thinking that 
you're not valued and, and you're lying and all these things. And that's the same exact thing. Like ice cream will gaslight me, you know, like maybe a person gaslights you and you tell yourself every time you're not going to go and see that person again, or you're not going to engage and you're not going to give them your time and your energy because every time you do, you end up getting burned. It's like they're fire. But how can you work on that type of behavior for yourself so that you can set good boundaries, you can recognize that it's not good for you, and then you can make that break if you need it to be like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Or, you know, you, you figure out that good, healthy relationship with it. So say, let's just do like a random example. You have a friend that you've been friends with since high school and you've both moved in different directions, but you feel so loyal to them because you have all this history. And when you guys hang out, sometimes it's like pure laughter and you guys have a great time reminiscing and you've got all this stuff in common, but this friend is constantly negative Nelly talking about all the bad things in their life. And when you're around that friend, it makes you start to be negative as well. And all of a sudden you're complaining about things, but you don't feel good when you complain about things. You've read the self-help books. You've started to work on being more positive and being more, you know, upbeat. And when you share that side of things with this friend, they're not interested in joining you. They're just like, no, I'm going to stay in my negative zone because that's my comfort area and I'm happy being there. But when you're around that person, they're more dominant in that aspect. So you kind of tend to fall back in line to mimicking them and their old habits. So the next day you feel bad and you're like, gosh, like I thought I was doing really good with my mindset and how I'm handling X, Y, Z. And then it all just came crashing down. Like everything I've worked on is now just, you know, starting back over, starting from ground zero, X, Y, Z. It's kind of the same thing, but it's different than the whole ice cream deal. You are still in a place where you either need to recognize that that's going to happen every time you're around that friend, or you need to set that boundary and be like, when I'm around that friend, I'm going to change the subject. I'm not going to partake or I'm only going to eat half the pint or I'm only going to let them talk for half the time and then I'm going to leave. Or you just break up with that friend. Like I could break up with the ice cream. Like there are choices that we all get to make that are going to affect us. If that ice cream were giving me such bad physical reactions and such bad guilt and shame and all of these things, then we have to ask, is it worth it? Is it really worth it for that 20 minutes of eating it for the flavor? Is that friendship worth it for that 20 minutes of fun, laughing, reminiscing to then feel 24 or 48 hours of crappy shame? Like, awful, feeling bad, things like that. It's just really difficult to make that decision, but it's so important like in your overall future health mindset, all of these things, 
it weighs on you. That low vibrational energy, all of those feelings that make you just unhappy. Like if you think of this, this spectrum where happiness and joy and positivity and all that stuff is on one side. And then the other side is sadness and depression and all of those negative feelings. You have to balance that because you can't avoid some of those bad feelings. You can be sad when something happens, but if you're living there constantly, what that does physically to your body is adds that stress onto your organs. It adds that stress onto your cells on this deep level that you can't control and you don't even see what's truly going on. Like you don't know when you are in those predicaments, how hard your liver is working or how hard your pancreas is working. And that goes, especially for eating food, like all that sugar that I had in that ice cream. It really did put a hardship on my pancreas because of all the insulin that I had to produce to match all that sugar. So is that juice worth the squeeze? Is that friendship worth the squeeze? Is that bad relationship you have with exercise worth the squeeze? There's so many examples that we partake in every single day that we know has an effect on our bodies and our minds. Now, can you know the difference of when it's okay to have the pint of ice cream, when it's okay to meet with somebody that has maybe a toxic effect, when it's okay to have some alcohol, when it's okay to overdo it on a workout or skip a couple months of workout or make decisions like, and is there on the same level, anything that you never compromise on? So one thing I've had this conversation with a few people is collectively, I think society is like, when you quit smoking, when you quit cigarettes, it's something that you're just done, right? Like you don't have one here and there. Cause once you have one, then it's like, Oh, now you're back smoking again. Some people can do that, but collectively as a society, it's like, if you quit drinking, you having one glass of wine every once in a while does not, it means you're not sober, right? Like if you quit smoking and you have one cigarette every three years, like, are you a smoker? You know, like when are you not a smoker? When are you not a drinker? When are you not a, an ice cream person? When are you not, you know, all of these things, there's some stuff that people are just okay with doing every few years. And then some things that people are like, no, you should quit and never do that again. So making an, a personal inventory, there is a, um, on my website, a self self-assessment ebook that's for free that you can sign up to get and doing that head to toe inventory in your life about what are some of the things that you've got going on that you are done. I don't ever, ever want to smoke cigarettes again. I don't ever, ever want to do crack again. I don't know. Like I've, whatever's going on in your life. I don't ever, ever want to speak to so-and-so again. I don't ever, ever want to go to Tijuana again. Like whatever the case may be for you. And how set are you on that rule that you've created for yourself? Because it is a very powerful statement to say never say never. And if you 
have a slip up, for example, you say, I'm never going to have chicken again because I watched a documentary and it made me sad. And then you are at this really fine restaurant, this really, you know, great place. And they bring out a chicken dish that people are raving about. It looks so good. And then you have that bite of chicken. Think of all that, like, thoughts that are going to come into your brain where you're like, man, I promised myself that I was never going to have chicken again. I told myself never, ever again. And here I am doing it. That chicken's not going to kill you, but your thought process, those toxic thoughts about you beating yourself up is going to add stress to your body. Now, if you were not eating chicken because chicken has an effect on your body physically, Now, not only are you up against those toxic thoughts, you're also up against a physical reaction in your body that is going to have an effect as well. So I hope this is all tracking because in my brain, this all is making sense. And I also am like sitting here thinking, am I jumping around a little bit too much? So Per a lot of my podcasts, per a lot of my teachings, my coachings, all of these things, it is meant for you to think. It is meant for you to do in a self-assessment to look back on your thought process and your brain to realize what am I doing and saying that is having an effect on me physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all of the things and really decide, is it worth it? I'll give you another example here. There is a lot of research out there that you can find that are going to tell you this is bad or that is bad or this affects your hormones or that is going to cause cancer, all of these things. And yet it's not something that we collectively as a society all agree on. People will swear to their grave. There is research out there that cleaning products our hormone disruptors, perfume is going to give you cancer, you know, all these things, right? But it's not loud enough. It's not mainstream enough. It's not XYZ for everybody, the FDA, all these manufacturers to just stop making it. Like we know cigarettes are bad, but they're still being made. Why isn't perfume in the same category, right? You might sit here and say, I don't believe that, Sadie. That's fine. I've done research. I stopped wearing perfume. That's my decision. But if perfume was so important to me that it was worth it for me to keep it in my life, then that is my choice. If I choose to not have a mental reaction to it and I'm like, man, I know I smell good. I'm sitting here, you know, going out on the town smelling like a dream because it boosts my confidence and it, my husband likes it. And we all feel good about ourselves when we put on perfume, then that is a good and positive emotional reaction and mental health reaction. Could that be strong enough to overpower any physical reaction that can come from perfume. Mindset is really huge. So we've been talking about all the toxic things here, but what about all the things that could reverse the toxic? So we've all met those super positive people, the people that are like, 
on top of everything that are so happy all the time. And it's almost like, why are they so happy? They are healthy. They are doing great. They are making good decisions, all of these things. Sometimes we can see those people and it gives us a reaction where we're like, yuck, you know, they're a little bit over the top, but them being over the top and so happy and so on top of it, what if that is keeping anything from developing in their body? It's keeping cancer away. It's keeping infection away. It's keeping all of this other stuff out of their body. And by you having this thought process that like, man, they're kind of weird for being so happy and positive all the time. What if that is opening up your body to infection and disease and cancers and all of these things? So there is a lot of research. There's a lot of people out there, gurus, speakers, all of this stuff that will tell you that they can teach you how to manifest perfect health in your body through your thoughts, through your clean ideas of what you feel about your body. And they will eat that ice cream and they will be around those toxic people and they will be around all of these hard and, and rough like navigations in life. And it doesn't even touch them because they are so strong in their mindset. They are so deep in their belief system that you cannot shake them. I see these people and just think the world of them because it is, that is strength. That is deep, deep, like true spiritual connection with who they want to be. I don't have to agree with all of it. You know, I really don't. You don't have to. You don't have to think any of that is true or anything like that. But admiring their devotion and their true solidarity, like in what they believe is incredible. When you meet somebody that is just so passionate about bouncy balls, you I admire that passion in them. I admire that go-getter mentality, that deep, true, ingrained in their soul that bouncy balls are the shiz and where everything is meant to be. Like you almost forget how ridiculous it is that somebody's obsessed with bouncy balls. Like it's the same thing with people that get really, really into, you know, religion or politics or things like that. You might sit here and be like, I don't believe the same thing as you, but the fact that you are so incredibly like devoted and devout and like into it is awesome. Like I'm happy for those people. And I think that that is a really good place to be. I think that that truly is a good mindset thought process, a place for you to start when it comes to getting yourself prepared to make these mental thoughts and switches to be more, um, you know, positive and less toxic with these thoughts and things like that. So Hopefully that was a good way to wrap everything up to get you into a thought process that will start shifting and changing your life. I went from one extreme to another here. You decide where you're at in the middle of that and really take that inventory and analyze your life and decide what can you work on today. Maybe for you, it's the ice cream like me. Maybe for you, it's a toxic friend. Maybe for you, it has something to do that I didn't even mention today or didn't even come clear or close to, but Sit down and 
make that plan, talk to somebody about it that you know is on the same page as you, and then you can truly from there start to work on it. One thought process at a time, one moment at a time, one little inch at a time, and know that I'm cheering you on and believe in you and hope that you have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe for more and leave a review. If you got something great out of today, please share with your family and friends. And as always, please remember to consult with your primary care provider if you have any questions or concerns. This podcast is meant to be educational and based off of my experience. Have a great day. You are unique and amazing and beautiful.